He's 40 metres out. He comes in. The crowd comes in. He's got it. A thousand goals for Buddy Franklin. Perfectly, Franklin. A thousand goals. He lives out a million people's dreams. You're listening to Scotty and Goss without my mate Goss, but with my other mate, Special K, and someone really interested in talking to because there's... Look, I don't read a lot of books. No. Uh, that's going to surprise you. It's going to surprise a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. But there's one that's uh, out right now that I'm really, really keen to get my hands on and, uh, and have a good read. And it's been written by Sam Harvey, who joins us now. And the book is called Buddy, The Last Century and all about Lance Franklin. Good morning, Sam. Morning, boys. How are we? Mate, we are going good. strong. Uh, I, I imagine this one's climbing off the shelves because he is a... Generational footballer, he's certainly loved over here in the in the West, being a, a good West Aussie boy. But just an, a highlight reel every time he touched the footy, and he was, was one of those people that you know you would go to the game to watch. I think, especially for, for me being only twenty six, buddy, as a young kid, he just transcended the AFL a bit. He was just more of a like a real superstar, and all the kids wanted to be him growing up. What what made him box office? What made him transcend football? Do you think you, you you no matter what form he was kind of in, it would go up and down, but people still went to the footy each and every week to watch him. What do you think was it was about him that uh, kind of encapsulated that? I think from diving into the whole world of Buddy, I um I was thinking he he's, he's always going to be compared to the other five uh, blokes to kick a thousand goals. So you got Gaz Plugger. Dunstall, Coventry and Wade, I think you always be compared to them. So it was really easy to kind of pick out certain elements of Buddy that were very similar with those guys. So he has the athleticism of Gaz Senior. He's got the aura of Plugger, which was more so not the intimidating factor, but more so that he'll embarrass you if you stuffed up or hesitated. And then the unselfishness of Dunstall and then the durability of Coventry, who also played... 300 games and kicked a 1,000 goals. And then he had a really super long kick, and Doug Wade was famous for his long kick down at Cadenia Park. It's a, re- it's a really good point you make there. He's a little combination of all of the greatest we've seen, Sam. And like that's that's a, gr- that's a great way of describing Buddy and why he's so good. And the game's going to be less off without him. Um, highlights for you. What are the what are the main oh, – jeez, it's hard to say what are the main points of uh, – of, of the book, Buddy, The Last Centurion. But what were the highlights for you? What are the, the sections of the book that probably excited you the most about writing about? Well, I think the, the real stats element, I'm a big I'm a big stats head, whether that be uh, footy or cricket, and it was just, just diving into the just the, the real niche stats that really stood out. So the fact that he's kicked um, five goals in a game 74 times, and that's about 30 more than anyone else since 2005. But um, I, I think on, on top of Buddy, I had to go out. I went out on a whim and said that he was the greatest ever. So I really had to do my, I really had to do my research. So I know you boys are from WA. So I paid my respect to some of the past grades, such as George Doig, Ernie Naylor, Ted Tyson, even Austin Robinson Jr. So I think the real highlight from it was, um, yeah, just paying my respects to the past grades and really shining buddy in the light. But I think my overall highlight of him was that goal he kicked against Collingwood at the MCG when he hurdled him and hit it from about 75. I just think there's not many people 
that have been able to do that. Maybe Gaz Senior, but um, yeah, he's definitely a one in a million player. There was one he kicked to, and I spoke about this uh, only a few weeks ago on the show, and I think it was probably just before he, he played his or he retired. Was that it was in a prelim final, Collingwood Hawthorne, and Chris Tarrant was playing on him at, at fullback, and he kept him pretty quiet for most of the game, and it was pivotal into to Collingwood being that kick up for most of the game. And then with minutes to go, he just got he got a metre on Tazzo, who was one of the fastest players going around. He got a metre on him and banana one from the boundary, dribbled along the ground. And you see Tazzo's hands go to his head to say, all day, all day, I've got this bloke. And I'm, yeah. you know, I'm one metre away and he kicks the goal. Fortunately for Collingwood supporters, went down the other end and Luke Ball kicked one. But um, he, he just couldn't. You couldn't look away, could you? He was an unmissable moment every time he stepped on the field. Yeah, unfortunately for someone like Carl Hooker, um, yeah, you just can't take your eyes off him for, even for a second. But I guess that's <laughs> what the great players do. Like Mick Martin, I think it was 1994, yeah, yeah kept Gaz goalless and then he popped up and kicked the goal to put him in a grand final. I just think the great superstars, it doesn't matter if they haven't touched the ball all game. Um, if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. 26-year-old author Sam Harvey joining us here on the show's book, Buddy, is out now. You can uh, find it, Buddy, The Last Centurion, wherever you find uh, good books. Is it just The Last Centurions, Sam? Like you haven't squeezed anyone in that you know, <laughs> 95 or just fell a bit short or anything? Just Centurions? It seems well, a bit elitist. Well, well I, yeah, I did my research and you weren't even all Australian that year, so oh, I yeah. think that is a massive disgrace. Yeah, I agree with you. I well agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Can't believe you texted Sam earlier to tell him to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. No, well, I, I, remember you, I remember you spoke at a night in, uh, down in Melbourne uh, at a footy club called Wurra Yeah. And you were, yeah, it was a sportsman's night. It was probably the funniest night I've ever been to. That was, I think it was with Campbell Brown and Dustin Fletcher, and that was just seriously good. Yeah. Mate, appreciate it. I'm, okay, big tick. I'm certainly reading your book. There we right go. Yeah. <laughs> if Scotty's doing any functions. Is, is it a book? Uh, is it a book just based on on what he's achieved, or is it something that uh, you know young guys uh, and girls now can can read and and learn a bit from, or is it just something that we need? You know, you, you read his stats and you read what he's achieved, and it's something that we aspire to. I think it's more so just an encyclopedia of the the great forwards. So. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't matter if you're 14 or 80. I think it's got a bit for everyone. Um, you can learn about the, the history and the craft of being a, a century in full forward and, and then, yeah, just dives into um, some of the state leagues and how and how the superstar forwards went over there. And then, yeah, we just talk about how Buddy is the Vitruvian man and, and, and we just pick parts, elements of him and what makes him so good. So I think if you're a, a massive Buddy lover, you'll enjoy it. If you're a massive Hawks or Swans lover, you enjoy it. But if you're just a massive footy nut like myself, I, I think you really enjoy it. Yeah, it sounds perfect for footy nuffies, absolutely. Um, he moved to Sydney, obviously, from the Hawks, as you, as you touched on. And Scotty there talking about what this book might be for young people who might read it. But what did it do for the game in New South Wales when he moved to the Swans? You know, we, we do talk about it and we've uh, kind of tried to analyse it over the years, the growth of the game in Sydney. And a lot of that was down to him, wasn't it? Absolutely. I, I think, um, yeah, the Wiz Kappa going up there in 87 <laughs> was, sorry, in 85, I think it was really massive. And then Plugger and then Barry Hall going up there too. Well, all pretty big. Plugger probably put it on the map. Mm. But um, Buddy kind of had that superstar element as well, the celebrity status that probably Plugger didn't have. So I think 
yeah, he's definitely transcended footy in Sydney as, as a whole, and now he's got his wife Jacinta as his manager. I, I think as an as an item there, um, yeah, like I said, just transcended footy in general, and he's more so an Australian icon now. Yeah, he's transcended footy. He's transcended eras. We're talking about you. But you mentioned something. You're saying that there's that aura about him because, yeah. he, because he doesn't speak much. Exactly right. He doesn't. He doesn't mm. say a lot, and because he's not accessible, you never hear from him. So then it just builds the the myth that mm. is Buddy Franklin, doesn't it? His wife's his manager. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. She goes. His wife's his manager. Yeah. I mean, does she? Like, Easiest gig in the world. You isn't know it? what? We all sit there and go, "That's weird," but most blokes sitting around here go. Well, when you look, when you really, when you really drill down on it, all our wives are our managers. Yeah, just not in an official capacity. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. And they'll take ten percent or not. No worry about that. Um, <laughs> Sam, you know, you've mentioned obviously some of the greats and uh, some of the guys that you've paid homage to in this book have kicked over a hundred goals or, or whatever it happens to be. Just some of the guys that have come before, buddy, and. We're talking about transcending the game. He's transcended eras as well because it is hard to compare eras. And, and you've said unequivocally he is the greatest of all time, in your opinion, in this book? Yeah, well, I actually had an, an interview with um, Peter Hudson and Peter McKenna, and they both can't stop talking about Buddy and how good he is. I think the footy has, has just changed over time. I think the 70s, the, the, the role of a full forward was different. I think in the 80s it then changed even more. And then the modern era in the '90s, which Scotty played in, and the 2000s. I think that all, it all, the role of full forward was different in each era. So it's it's really hard to compare. But mm. yeah, speaking speaking to Hutto, I spoke to him for nearly an hour and a half, and he um, was just in absolute raptures of Buddy and and what he's been able to do as a full forward in the modern era. And I, I think that really stood out to me. And I was like, wow, like this man averages five and a half goals a game mm. over his career. He's kicked 150 in a season. And he's talking about Buddy like like he's just a little child. And mm. I've, I've found that really, yeah, really important. When you look at it, Sam, the last one before we let you go, mate, is when you look at all those other names, Hudson, you know, Ablett, Plugger, Dunstall, Coventry, which obviously was well before any of us, but Doug Wade, Buddy's probably the only one that you could see playing in any era. Like mm. All the others, you go, well, geez, well, Plugger's going to struggle in today's footy. He's not running 15Ks a game as a full forward. Dunsell was the same. Um, but he's probably the only one that you could say would have made it in the 70s, would have made it in the 80s, made it in the mm. 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, I think his, his first pre-season with the Hawks down at Dendy Park in Brighton, he, um, I think they did repeated 200-metre sprints and he blitzed everyone. So I think... It's just a testament to his size and even his weight and how he's able to just float over the field like a gazelle. I think that really stands out, would stand out in any era. I think maybe with the, the ground quality in the 70s, he probably would have struggled a little bit. But then, yeah, I, I reckon he'd be able to hit about a 70-metre top. So I think you'd be all right. Author of Buddy, The Last Centurion, Sam Harvey. Mate, thank you for writing. I can't wait to get my uh, hands on a, a copy of it. And uh, it's going to be compelling reading and it will still raise eyebrows I reckon when we're when we're reading it special K but thanks for joining us Sam on Scotty and Goss this Friday morning. You're welcome boys, my pleasure.